you're welcome once again to your favorite program, Inside with PT. And um, I hope you have been blessed. And like I always say, if you have any questions, please, we would like to get your questions, send them to us. You know, you look at the, uh, the highlight on the screen and you see the email you can send your questions to and uh, we'll be able to take your questions. Today, I'm going to be talking about um, rising from a fall. Rising from a fall. Um, life is filled with challenges. Whether you like it or not, you know, life is filled with challenges. Um, the problem is that people don't want to go through challenges. You know, and um, as long as you are alive, whether you are a believer or not, you will face one challenge or the other. Uh, the only difference is that the challenges we face, you know, differ from each other. Uh, but people go through challenges. One of the challenges of life is falling from position or falling, you know, or failing an endeavor. Uh, maybe you used to be in a particular level in life and then things go hurry and then all of a sudden you find yourself in a not too good position or you start a business, you know, a venture. And uh, all of a sudden, you realize that uh, the venture, rather than succeeding, it is failing or it has failed. Uh, I, and people don't like, like talking about failures. But I've realized that without failing, we don't really appreciate success. You know, if you have not failed before, you don't appreciate uh, it when you see people failing. You think it's because they don't know how to do one thing or the other. That might be right to an extent, but people fail due to different reasons. But one thing about failure is that it gives you a new perspective about life. Failure makes you to understand that no man is invincible, that anybody can fall at any time. But the thing about failure is that it's not meant to be permanent. It is not meant to be permanent. You know, the Bible says that seven times a righteous man before. He said, but seven times he will rise again. You know, so God did not intend that failure becomes permanent for, for us. You know, you can fall. You can have a challenge, but you must rise up again. Not rising after a fall is where the problem is not rising after a fall. It's not the fact that you fell, but if you are able to rise from that fall, there's always provision for you and I to rise from a fall. So the question you're going to ask today, or probably you're asking yourself right now, is that how do I rise from a fall? How do I rise from a fall? Number one, you must admit that you fell. You must admit that you're falling. This is not what it used to be. You know, uh, the, the, the children of Joseph, the Bible says that they came to the man of God and said, where we are is not where we are supposed to be. This, 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 this Lord that you are giving us is not what you are supposed to give us. Why don't you give us something better than that? How did they realize that? Because they sat down and they looked at things and they said, no, something is wrong somewhere. There are many people today who don't even, you know, evaluate themselves to realize that they are falling. Some people don't even evaluate themselves to see that where they were two years ago is not where they are now. Not that things has moved up, but things is going down. It takes, at times, a lot of effort for some people to realize that things are going down. 
And they buried their head in the sand, as it were. And it's like, mm -hmm, everything is okay. I said, really? Why don't you look in the mirror and see yourself? Things are not going the way they ought to be going. So if you don't admit that you are falling, if you don't admit that there is a problem, then it's going to be difficult to ask for help. I'm going to get to that later. So number two, you must investigate the cause. Why are things the way they are? What is happening? Why are these things happening? Why is it that I'm not able to do what I, I used to do before? Why is it that the kind of income that I'm earning now is not what I, I was earning before or what I'm used to earning? Why is it that our company is not doing as well as before? You must be able to investigate a cause. You know, many years ago, someone came to me and I was talking about being fired and I said, I'm uh, sorry about that, but uh, where do you work? And, and he told me where he worked. And I said, really? He said, yes. I said, why did you wait until you were fired? I said, I don't work in that place, but I've read in the news and I've read many times that that company was going down. He said, but we thought. I said, what do you mean you thought? I said, me that I was not in your company, I knew the company was going down. You now waited until they fired you. Can you imagine double jeopardy? A company going down is not firing you. Then I said, that's double jeopardy. But why? Because he, he was not able to see that things are not going the way they are supposed to be going. So it has to look, we have to look at things like that and investigate, okay, what is the cause? Number three, what do I do to rise from a fall? You must look for people that are falling in the same field and they succeeded later. People that are falling, maybe in the same field and they have what? They have succeeded later. Why do you need to look for this kind of people? Because these people have experience. These people will be able to encourage you. They'll be able to say, oh, me too, when I went through that patch, this and this and this is what I did. Why don't you try this and this and this yourself? Because if you don't, you just find out that you are behaving like there is no help for you. And there is no way that God will leave any of his children alone without any help. Um, many years ago, I, 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 I met one of our pastors who, who, who used to be in our church and then had gone up to set up another church and um, I asked him how the church was going you know and that church was doing and he said to me everything is going well praise God and I, and I looked at him and I just said I said you know I said you're just a stupid man you know I, I, I said ah, why would you call me stupid I said you're a stupid man I said I'm asking you how the church is going a one-year-old church are you telling me praise God you think I don't know praise God before the man who said everything was going well he sat with me for the next one hour. He was crying. This is a guy who's behaving as if everything was okay. I said, why? I said, because I've pastored a one-year-old church before. I know the challenges. I know the challenges. I'm the one asking you, how is everything? It's not unlikely that God may have put me in a position to help you, to encourage you. And here you are. You are praying, playing bravado and saying, praise God, everything is well. And that's what a lot of people do. That's what a lot of people do. You know, it is okay for you to admit that things are not the way they used to be. Once you do that, I'm telling you, help is not too far from you. Because when you talk to those kind of people, I'm telling you, they will show you one or two things. You know, number four, 
Number four, what do you do? You must encourage yourself in the Lord. The case of David is very clear to that. David, the Bible said that when he came back from Giglak, he found out that Giglak has been bought now. All their children, all their articles, all their assets had been taken away. And everybody began to cry. And they cried, the Bible said they cried so much that there was no strength in them. Can you imagine grown men, men of war, crying? You know, so they, they, until there was no strength in them. And David, what did he do? The, at that point, they now said, it is time for us to stone David. Why would they want to stone David? David himself lost his children, his wife. And yet they want to stone him because he's the leader. That's the problem, that's the challenge of leadership. Whenever things go bad, everybody believes that it's the fault of the leader. They, they don't understand that even the leader himself has challenges and is dealing with the challenges himself. So they said they wanted to stone him. And the Bible said that David did what? He encouraged himself in the Lord. If where you have found yourself today is not where you are supposed to have found yourself to be, you must encourage yourself in the Lord. Why do I say that? Number one, you must know that you, have, you are not where you are just by your own. It is God that brought you where you are. If God is the one who has brought you here and here you are, you are now facing challenges. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Go to God and ask God and tell God, God help me. Help me with this issue. I'm having challenges with this thing. What can I do? What should I do? How do I move forward? And I have no doubt that God will speak to you, you know, in that situation. And then what do I do to rise from before? You must be ready to ask for help. You must be ready to ask for help. What do I mean? There are people all around us. They can help us. They can help us. They can help us. Ask for help. Don't be too proud not to ask for help. A proud man will never get help because they will not ask. Humble yourself. It doesn't matter how young the people you are asking are to you. It doesn't matter whether you started life before them or not. Right now, you are the one that needs help. They are not the one that needs help. Ask for help. Just say, hey, this is where I am. Can you please help me? And I know God will allow them to help you. And take their advice. Because there are things that you don't know. Maybe that's why you fell. Maybe that's where you found yourself, where you are right now. So if somebody's saying, this is how to deal with it, please, can you just humble yourself and do it the way they have told you? Do it the way they have told you. You know, um, many years ago, I, I, I was teaching on, on, on church growth, you know, and, and in the course of the teaching, I was talking to pastors and leaders of churches, you know, um, somebody got up and said, all these things that you are telling us, I, I, don't, I don't believe this is the way church growth works. I don't believe it at all. So I said, that's okay. I said, that's okay, ma'am. I said, you don't need to believe it now. Do you understand? For those who believe it, let them use it and it will work for them. So I said, pa, can I ask you a question? She said, yes. What is I said, do you pastor a church? She said, yes, I pastor. I said, how long have you been pastoring? She said she's been pastoring maybe for about a year or something like that. I said, how many people are in the church? She said, we are 10 people. Ah. I said, and you are telling me you don't believe in it. Ah. I said, okay, it's all right. Everybody in the place just started laughing. Because they saw that this thing that this person is saying doesn't make sense. Do you understand? I come with 25 years history and I'm teaching you. You just started one year and you are 10 people and you are saying you don't believe in growth. Ah, okay, keep on living. 
You don't understand. So in that kind of case, I don't need to fight. Just, let's just leave it. Come back to me 25 years and show me what you have done with what you believe in. So you must be open to advice. There might not be things that you want to hear, but it has worked for those people. And if it has worked for them, if you too, you use it correctly, I believe it will work for you. So please, I want to encourage you today, no matter where you are, I believe very strongly that you can rise from a fall. And when next I see you, I will see you at the top. God bless you. Thank you for watching and listening to Insight with PT, our weekly podcast streaming every week at the same time. Join us next week for the continuation of this program.